SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Kane okay, is already on the line, Mr. Lutando Kaka. Good evening, Mr. Kaka. Thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Thank you for having me and uh, hello to the listeners at home. Thank you. I know I w- want to talk about Velokaya more importantly, but when we left the conversation last week, I wanted to ask you, I don't, th- I don't think I got the chance to ask why you were not challenging for those positions at Cycling SA, considering your pedigree there, uh, because Mr. Newman had said that people with experience in this field need to, to get involved. Ah, well, what can I say? Uh, I mean, uh, as, as Mr. Mil- uh, William Newman did mention that, I mean, there is an effort by Second South Africa that I can say for my side to keep those people that are actually on the ground doing the work outside of the sport, and they are they are doing a good job to to keep us outside and uh, uh, as I always say, outside looking in. But I mean, uh, when I, when we last engaged with uh, the president of uh, Cycling South Africa, uh, Miss Siska Austin, and I mean we were in the presence of Saskok. Uh, when we brought all of these issues to the attention of the sport uh, and recreation in Saskok. And one of the things that uh, uh, the president uh, promised to do was to include myself in particular uh, in a commission for transformation and development. So that's something that she said that she would do. So it's been over six months since she made that promise and yeah I've received no uh no no invite of sorts. So it's one of those things that there's promises that are made to say that people with experiences and actually doing the work would be invited to come and, and assist and work with the federation because at the end of the day that's what we want to do. I mean we it is the last resort for us to actually come on this platform and, and talk about what is happening. We've actually engaged with uh the federation to say that we are willing and able to assist and we've actually shown that we are doing the work and uh, we've even went further to to spot and recreation and including Saskok to actually say these are the problems that seem to be reoccurring when we are dealing with the federation which are racism that we've actually experienced over the years which has been documented and actually brought to the attention of uh, uh, Cycling South Africa. I mean, even when Mr. Newman was was there, we had sent a a few complaints about the racism in the sport. And uh, even now with uh, the current president being there, we've also brought uh, issues that are still reoccurring. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. we've we've received no assistance, unfortunately. And, and, yeah, we've been kept out, even though we've said that we are able and willing to assist where where, uh, the need is. But, yeah, so that's that's currently the nature uh, of of, of the sport. But do you agree with Mr. Newman when he says that cycling people need to be more involved and need to be more hands-on? No, very much, very much so. I mean, I agree with that statement. And also, I mean, there are people, as you said, like Bushle, and and I mean, there are guys from Ekoholini, which is all like and guys in Cape Town, all over the country, black people that are actually actively involved in the grassroots development. But there's been an effort to actually keep all of those people out. And that's why we are seeing, I mean, now new faces and fresh faces, as as Siska says, I mean, they are bringing in people with, uh, yeah, as she did say, his vice president who happens to be black and rides a bicycle, but has no, 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 no history of working in the structures of cycling and cycling development or even grassroots. So there's that effort 
to keep those that are actively involved in the sport out and bringing in people that have no experience, whether it's to help or to further delay development and transformation in the sport, I don't know. But as I've continually say, I mean, uh, representation does not necessarily mean transformation. Just having a few I mean, black faces which are not actively involved in transformation and might not know what is going on on the ground, uh, might not be the, 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 what is needed, but what is needed is to make sure that we have people that have passion and have the experience of working in these structures that need to be included in, 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 as far as the sport is concerned. And for those not familiar with, with your background, uh, Mr. Lutando Kaka, how did you get involved in the sport? Uh, I, got, I got involved in the sport, I mean, about uh, half my life, actually, I've been involved in the sport. I mm. started cycling when I was 17 years old, and uh, it was through Velokaya Life Cycling Academy, which is based in Kailicha. Uh So I got involved then, and I mean, within a year, I got to represent the country at the Youth Commonwealth Games. Uh, of course, that was through the assistance of, of Velokaya which continually invests in, in, in youth from across uh, South Africa. And since then, I mean, I've, I've managed to go and ride in Europe, uh, Denmark, uh, for, for two years for the Glute Mastrans uh, uh, horse and cycling team uh, based there for two years in Denmark and uh, raced across across Europe. And I've also uh, spent some time at the um, uh, UCI School of Cycling in Switzerland, Geneva, where I was there for for. For, for two months, but I was I was asked to stay longer. But you know, being young and uh, not having anyone to look up to that came from similar background to making it in the sport, I had to either choose between school or cycling, and not knowing where cycling would actually, uh, not having a clear road path in terms of where would the cycling take me. So I chose school, but still had an opportunity to go back to Europe. And uh, having came back from that, I, I rode for, for Bonita Cycling Team, where I was actually captain for, for two years before I, I went back to Velokaya to, to help assist with starting a, a, a professional cycling team that would assist predominantly youth from previously disadvantaged areas. And now I'm actually heading up that unit with uh, sponsors there being FXTM under the banner of Velokaya and uh, with riders from Soweto, uh, Cosmo, and and Kailicha. So that's that's the structure that I'm working on now most of the time. And talking about Velokaya, the Life Cycling Academy, you've always said that uh, it's always been said actually that it's more than just um, it's more than just about riding bicycle. What is yes. what is the objective? What is the ultimate aim of Velokaya? Or, or based on mm-hmm. what was it started? On it was started. Yes, I, I think w- w- with the, with the Lokaya being set up as an academy, and uh, it, it's actually a life cycling academy, life development cycling academy, because it, we've got a, a more holistic approach uh, to the sport of cycling. In the sense that myself, I came in as a as a cyclist. Uh, I got the opportunity to to be assisted academically. Uh, I mean, I went on to study journalism at CPUT, uh, and then corporate communications at UNISA. And also got to feather my cycling and, and, and do the absolute best I could. So we've got those elements of making sure that not only do we uh, find resources for the youth to, 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 to be successful on the bike, but we also make sure that uh, we assist them academically so that those that, because not everyone is going to be a Nicolas Lamini uh, or a Songezo Jim. 
and funny enough, Nicolas Lamini, who, who, who actually runs for ASOS Kubeka, is actually an alumni of, of Velokaya, having gone through the structures of Velokaya himself. And another rider that went on to do big things on the uh, European level is Songezo Jim, who was also an alumni, including myself. So not only do we push the cycling, but we also look at at uh, off the bike because what we want to do is, is, is in essence create champions on and off the bike. And also, I think one thing that I need not to uh, leave out is that, for instance, this week we just lost, launched a program, uh, a partnership with False Bay College, whereby uh, youth around uh, Kailicha will actually uh, be uh, taking part in uh, ITC courses uh, through partnership with a, a company called Inflow Flow. So, so to make sure that, I mean, once they are done with cycling, they are work ready, they can actually go and add value in other spaces and, and, and in, in this case, ITC space. So, yeah, we look forward to those developments and actually creating all of those partnerships in order to make sure that we, we, we provide as many opportunities as we, as we can for, 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 for youth. So is that how you judge the success of Velokai, not just based on how many cyclists you can produce? No, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's uh, of course we want to to create those cycling heroes, but at the end of the day, we want to create people that are able to to add value to 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 to, to the country, and I mean also people that are able to 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 make a success of their lives, uh, be it on or off the bike, because that's how we actually measure ourselves in terms of making a difference in 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 in, in people's life, and uh, and in this case, uh, youth from previously disadvantaged communities who, who would not have these opportunities if it were not for for, for, for organizations such as Velokaya and the partners that we've been blessed to to, to have uh, in the work that we do. Okay, for those just joining us, we are in conversation with uh, Lutando Kaka just to find out more about Velokaya. We've already traced mm. his journey as a cyclist for those who are not aware of him. At least he's given us some background now and we're just highlighting the wonderful work that they are doing. The lines are open. You can send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Okay, still continuing the conversation. You, you were telling us that you've got some partners. Who are some of the partners and, and, and how important are these partnerships to keep you going if you've been going for, for like 20 years now? Uh, I mean, yeah, the partners that we've had, I mean, uh, I'm talking uh, Pick and Pay, who's been our our longest serving partner. I mean, Pick and Pay uh, has been sponsoring the, the, the Cape Argus uh, mm-hmm. Cycle Tour, which is now the Cape Town Cycle Tour. And I mean, as a company, they of course wanted to see representation in the sport, and it was all, it only made sense for them to also make sure that they are also invested in the development of cycling in the communities such as Kailicha. So that then became a very good partnership that has seen the, the, the test of time because uh, at each and every Cape Argus, uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour, we have over a hundred kids that get uh, to participate at that event. And of course, those who are actually talented, we, we make sure that we get them into the elite and the competitive program, which consists of uh, BMXing and uh, uh, road cycling teams that get the opportunity to ride and race uh, across the country. Uh, and that is, of course, uh, uh, funded by, by FXTM, uh, a forex trading company, which is global. So, and I mean, of course, we also have partners which include Giant 
uh, and Exotica, which are uh, gives products and squared loop. So we, we reach out to a number of, of companies in the cycling space that are willing uh, to, to, to participate as far as development is concerned. So we've been lucky in that regard. And also, I mean, one important thing is also just good governance and making sure that you, you, you deliver on your promise mm-hmm. and, uh, and also having a very uh, good uh, makeup of, of board of trustees which are independent that also are there for good governance of, of such structures because uh, operating such structures does require a, a lot of, uh, of governance uh, uh, when you are uh, approaching a number of, 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 of partners to work you, with you in the space. I saw there was a statement that you'd partnered with InfoFlow. What's that partnership about? Uh, the, the partnership is about skills development, and it's, uh, we were very happy and excited with, with, with that partnership. Uh, as mentioned, it's, it's all about uh, skills development. So it's, uh, it includes the, 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 the company being InfoFlow, and it also includes uh, False Bay College, which is a TVET college. So it means that we are able to take youth from uh, around Cape Town, uh, that are um, uh, post-metric uh, and also that are actually qualifying as far as the qualification is is, is, is involved. So it's going to be a 12-month uh, course and they'll be attending there. So it's actually a fully, play, uh, fully paid uh, uh, scholarship, if I can put it that way. So they will be going through this ITC training and they've also got a very great opportunity whereby uh, the company can be able to actually employ them after after the the, the the 12 months so i mean it's a very good opportunity especially now with with uh, high unemployment in the country and also i mean the, the guys will be getting a stipend to make sure that they are able to get all that they need uh, to focus on on, on this uh, coursework and last week you were telling us that you've got coaches and you've got mechanics there do you train them yourself Yes, 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 we do. Uh, I mean, uh, over the time, of course, we've we've, uh, we've partnered with a lot of uh, uh, people that are wanting to, as I said, uh, see development in the space. And one of the the, the, the great programs that we've had has been to train, for instance, uh, mechanics. So we train mechanics, uh, give them certification, and also send them to bike shops around Cape Town for further training. And some of them have gone on to work for cycling shops, uh, we also employ two at the academy, which actually uh, fix bikes daily. And over and above that, we have qualified um, uh, what you call now uh, physical trainers, because uh, 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 one of them is actually Mtetilili Boya, who had also gone to CPUT, uh, which I'm also an, an alumni of. So he trained the sports management and now also currently um, train one of our programs because the programs that we do have is we have a running program, uh, we have a BMX program, and also some of the programs that we do have, which is also quite important, is a nutrition program. So we also provide uh, nutrition for the participants that we do have. Uh, this food that is cooked, prepared there for the youth before training because uh, it's never good to, to have a young person training with an empty stomach. So that's one of the things that we've made sure that we are able to assist in to make sure that before kids get on the bike or they go out for physical exercise, uh, they get a good meal at the Velokaya, which is actually prepared by a couple of volunteers that we have. We call them the super mamas. 
So mm-hmm. there are some lady, uh, some some old uh, gogos from 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 Kailicha that are retired that come in and cook for the kids. Uh, uh, and so that's that's some of the programs that we have for 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 community involvement, and also just to to create that whole community experience uh, at the facility. And now when you've groomed these kids or these riders and you've taught them how to cycle and they really become good, um, is there no danger then of losing them to the other clubs or to other teams? Or how do you try and keep them? No, but that, that's the nature of the sport, uh, Tabiso, I mean, uh, and the nature of development because, uh, uh, of course, there's always going to be one team that can offer them more or one organization that can offer them more than we can. And for us, it was just... just be involved in the in the development of that athlete is more than enough for us. If we manage to help them from point A to point B, if someone else comes takes from from point B to point C, we've done our work. So that that's all we we we, we need to do. And I mean, as I did mention, uh, we don't have the capabilities or resources to go to Europe. So that is why we are very happy when we have your a team like Esos Kubeka. Uh, seeing someone like Songezo Jim, they take them and give them an opportunity there. When they see someone like Nicolas Lamini, they give them an opportunity there. That that's that's for us is a is a job well done. So we want to make sure that um, our youth go on to greener and better pastures after after leaving our, our Velocat. Because if they become a successful person on and off the bike, that's that's what we we take from the whole experience that we've at least added value in that in that person's life. On that note, there's a question here. It's I don't, I don't I don't see a name on this SMS, but they want to know um, why is it difficult to produce other quality riders instead of just Nicolas and Songezo? Because it seems like those are the two that you talk about. Yes, uh, I think that's a, also a very important question because, for instance, if you look at those two riders uh, and you, you look now, you have to look at the sport uh, holistically because those are the only two black riders in the country that have gone on to race in Europe. So the question would then be, why is it that there's only two in the first place? And why is it that the only two come from one academy in the entire country? So so you can see that there should be more. There should be more riders coming from Soweto and going into that space. There should be more riders coming from KZN and so forth. It doesn't only have to be from Velokai. So we've been fortunate to at least be able to say we have two that have gone on to to to, to achieve uh, uh, great things. But it also just means there is also the element of space. Because if you are looking at, for instance, let's say we had two riders uh, at the end of current year that are ready to go on to ASOS team. Will ASOS Quebec have space for those two riders? It's highly unlikely. So there are very few opportunities, unfortunately, uh, in the sport. Uh, in, in such that, I mean, even if you look at the pro tour level, uh, there's probably only four South Africans. I think it's Nicolas Lamini, Reynard, Yance van uh, Reynard, I think it's Reynard, I forgot the same name, Louis Menkes, and then there's Daryl Impey. Mm. So that's, you're looking about four, I think about four or five in the entire country, riders that are riding in Europe. I think there's also Willie Smith. So you can see the numbers. If you have about six riders in the entire country riding in Europe, and of those six, one came from Velokai. I mean, for us, that that's a big thing, but of course, I agree with you, we need more. So that is why we need more academies, 
uh, that also get resources. And we need a bigger role to be played by the Federation in making sure that many more riders are actually assisted and get to go to Europe and ride in Europe so that we have more than five or six riders that I actually just mentioned uh, riding in the top in the top uh, level of the sport. And the same person wants to know what happened to Vuyo because Vuyo was a very talented rider. There's no same name here, so I hope you remember which Vuyo they're talking about. Uh, I think Vuyo. I think that this, we had a Vuyo. Maybe uh. he's talking about our Vuyo. We had a cyclist called Vuyo last year that is actually riding for a team here in Cape Town. That could be that Vuyo. So I think uh-huh. Vuyo had been riding. He was actually riding for, uh, what is this? There was a team... Uh, a development team that he was riding for and he came and rode with us for only a few months and then COVID hit and then he's gone on to as I said, greener pastures because uh, we should always allow riders to go where they think they can uh, be best served. So it is, you do not want to tie a rider down if that, 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 that might be also the question. On that note of COVID, uh, Lutando, as we wrap up now, I mean, how has COVID affected you and how hard is it to get support, especially during these times of COVID or have your partner mm-hmm. stuck with you even during these times? Yeah, I, I think one of the things, I mean, uh, that you mentioned, uh, that's a very good question because, for instance, last year, uh, we've been fortunate to have partners that are able to say, you know what, we'll stick with you for a year. We we have, a, a, let's say, a, a a year uh, agreement to say that we're going to race from January to December and then COVID hit after only three months. So we almost had no racing. So one of the things that we then came up with, because a lot of people after COVID hit, uh, when people could not go to work after March, April, uh, people were going to bed hungry, including some of our kids. So we then reached out to our partners to say, you know what, we had so much budget to go to races and events across the country since they are not there would it not make sense for us to assist those struggling families? And one thing that we do last year, we started a program where we were doing what you call food hampers. We, all, with all the funds that we meant for racing last year, we donated them as food hampers, uh, not only to members of uh, Velokaya in Kailicha. We donated to Velokaya. We donated to Songo which is another academy, mm. which is based in Kayam Nandi. We donated food parcels to Bonga Cycling Academy. Uh, we donated food parcels to uh, Songezo Gym Cycling Academy. So all of those funds. And then we then kept on giving food parcels to many families in and around Kailicha to make sure that, and, 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 and our partners saw value in that. Mm. To say if there's no racing, let's make sure that these funds that are located must go back to those communities. So we we, we did a lot. Of, we did a, a, a food uh, a food drive uh, with the, with the, when COVID did hit last year. Not not only that, I even saw on your Facebook page that you're also um, sending out messages about COVID and helping the elderly to, to register. Yes, yes, yes. I think also, I mean, that's also very uh, another one. Service is that because we have an ICT facility uh, where we not only teach kids. Uh, ICT skills and computer skills, but we also decided, you know what, because there is a need of, of elders who might not have data or even equipment to, to, to register for the vaccine online, we will open it up during the week when the kids are not there uh, and also follow COVID-19 protocol mm. for, for, for safety purposes. And so we are 
give those for free to, to allow the elders in the community to come in and use the facility to actually register. I mean, it's the little that we can do as the Lokaya for our communities. And uh, as I did say, I mean, the Velokaya is there for, to uplift the entire community, not, not only cycling cycling-related cycling only. Ah, that's wonderful, Lieutenant Kaka. And we wish you all the best. We hope you get more support and continue going. You've been going for 20 years, so 20 more years we wish you. Uh, but if people want to get involved, they want to find out more about Velokaya or they've got kids that they want to cycle, how do they get, get in touch? Uh, they can actually go to Velokaya, uh, org. Mm. Oh, 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 they can actually check out our, our, our social media, yeah. uh, drop a message there, or even walk in at the facility. It's based, uh, it's close to Rennes, actually, in, 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 in Cape Town. So walk in, there's always... Oh, close to there. Rennes? Yes. Yeah, uh, I know where that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but stay away from, from Rennes. Uh, <laughs> it's about Velokaya. <laughs> so you, you, you can't miss it there. And, uh, yeah, our programs are, are free of charge. Uh, but also we just require kids that are, are committed and passion, uh, passionate about sports to come in and, 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 and ride with us, run with us. And, and, and yeah, the programs are there to serve the community. So, yeah, it's all for free. But we just need to make sure that we, we have committed uh, youth that, that, that participate. Great stuff. And there's a gentleman called Songezo Mapeto who says, O Songezo are bosses. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a shout-out to you there from this guy called Songa Zomapekla. But uh, um, he's talking about Songa Zomapekla. But thank you, Lutano Kaka, for speaking to us. We really appreciate your time. No, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. And we thought we, sh- we should highlight, as much as we've been talking about the bad, there is some good that or there are people that are trying, that are doing something um, positive here, yeah, and they need all the support they can get. And Velokaya Life Cycling Academy is one of those. Let's take a break. We'll speak to Nick Bester next.